0: On the football field, the action happens in the blink of an eye. It's like that off the field, too,
1: when you've been injured. In a split second, your life is changed. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, when you've been injured, you need the right teammates by your side. You need Chase
0: and Boscolo, a law firm willing to protect and fight for your rights. On the football field
1: or in the courtroom, having the right team determines whether you win or lose. When injuries change your life, call Chase and Boscolo, trial lawyers that care.
2: See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together.
1: Hey guys, what's up? This is Josh Norman.
3: This is Alex Smith. This is Joe Gibbs. You listen to Redskins Talk with JP Finley.
0: What up, everybody? JP Finley here, Redskins Talk Podcast. Mitch Tischler won't be joining us as he's out on a golf course. Even though it's two thousand degrees, joining us is Rich Tandler via phone via Lazy Boy. Is that correct, Tandler? Yo, You got he, it. Was that a yo, Taylor Just <laughs> say yo.
1: Wow, I, I, don't, I don't
3: know where that came from. Just, <laughs> you've been you've been listening out a lot of hip hop records lately, Taylor? I, I, I that that well way predates hip hop. A lot of hippity
4: hop with Drake and Pusher T. Whose side are you on between Drake and Pusha T, Taylor?
3: I have no. I
0: idea. I feel
4: like Swaggy T and Pusha T I'm, I'm, should I'm hang out.
3: Right, so I guess I'll be on his side.
0: All right, uh, on Father's Day, that's a rough. That's a rough call. <laughs> um, hey, well, I don't know. <laughs> all right, Pete's here also. Hello, Pete. Hey, JP. Hello, Rich. Taylor, how do you feel about calling Pete Peter?
3: Uh, I don't know. Whatever, whatever he wants to be called. I well, was, he I doesn't like
0: to... it. Does that does that appeal to you more? Oh.
2: Hello. Oh, hey, Richard. Richard.
0: What if we started calling Tandler Dick? Was that ever a thing? We don't do that. No?
4: No. All
0: right, Pete, do you even get why I said that? Because
4: Dick is a short name for Richard. All right, I didn't know if you knew that.
0: Yeah. Because I don't think that happens really in 2018, but, like, that was, like, people called Richard Nixon that, right? Dick Tandler is
4: such a cool broadcaster name. You sound like you should be on Anchorman.
0: Yeah, like Dick Enberg. Right. Um, I think we're going to move oh, on. Thank you. Yeah. Do I have to bleep Could that I, out or are we allowed I, I to say know. that? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just
4: going to pretend like I didn't hear this and uh, not bleep it. Let's hope
0: Tess Quinlan, who runs podcasts for NBC, isn't yeah. listening to the She oddly
4: liked the podcast
0: hangover edition, though. She's told me that she wants to come to the next podcast party. I said, awesome, but it's going to be in Richmond. She's like, oh. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. uh, but Tess, you're invited. Anywhere we go, you're welcome. And uh, before we get going into today's episode, one more time with feeling. Big thank you to Matchbox. It's such a such a great showing, and they were so supportive. Um, and the pizza is so damn good, Pete. Yeah,
4: yeah and yeah. so are the onion rings and the sliders that I just pounded, Taylor.
3: That's a great place. I like that. That I tell you, we were on the inside part the inside outside bar, but having that little kind of courtyard there with the bar and the, the outside seating. I mean, it's you know.
0: Yep, it was cool.
3: That's, that's a that is a future destination for sure.
0: Ooh, for the Tamlers. Oh yeah! Can Pete and I come? Sure,
3: make it out here.
0: Wow, I, I was expecting that to go a different direction. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure Pete's welcome.
3: It's not our backyard, or anything. <laughs> right, you're not welcome there. But any place else will Miles, any Loudon, place off out, Tandler's
0: property out. is good. I'm not sure yeah. Pete's allowed back in One Loudon in the whole complex. You might. I wonder if there's a banned <laughs> list from One Loudon. All right, before we get, um, so big thank you to Matchbox. Also, Lost Rhino was awesome. We really like that beer. Mitch told me how much he liked that beer. Taylor, you'll be happy to know that in an effort to organize my life a oh little bit my. more, I'm now walking around with to-do lists. That's so, something my mom does. I do it. It actually really helps. So I got a little piece of paper with all this stuff written down. Pete won't be able to read any of it.
4: So he's he's got some people about who he should call. He's got other things that he wants to do, you know. Errands. There's some arrows on here, which is helping him kind of get the flow. It's and a flow chart. Uh, I think a couple that's things good. have been crossed off, too. This is actually really impressive. Yeah, man, I'm trying. Dude. And that's he has a, the note, most start. importantly. He hasn't lost his to-do list note. Yeah,
3: I, I was just about to say, if you leave home without your to-do list, that's kind of taking some steps back.
0: So I, once upon a time, I, I used to do these all the time because I used to be worse at organization. And uh, one thing I crossed off that we're actually going to talk about, Zach Brown. Zach Brown had some big-time comments to our friends uh, B Mitch and Scott Jackson and Doc on their radio show on Inside the Locker Room. Uh, he talked specifically about Terrell Pryor, so we're going to talk about that. And then um, I had a good interview with DJ Swearinger last week on the final day of minicamp. And DJ's such like an eloquent, well-spoken dude mm-hmm. that that I, we're going to play the whole thing. We already talked to Pete about it. We're, we're going to let you guys listen to the full thing because rarely do full interviews run on air or anything. Usually you just get like condensed clips of them, kind of what makes for the best TV. But in this format, one of the things I love about the podcast is that we're able to give you full audio clips and, and let you guys come up with your own determinations. And, and before we go to DJ, we're going to do a little bit more conversation around the secondary. Um, but... Tandler, barring your reluctance, I say we dig into Zach Brown, Terrell Pryor. What do you say?
3: I'm I'm not at all reluctant. I, oh. I don't know. I don't know where you got that impression. It's fine
4: with me. Oh yeah. Where do we get that impression?
0: Yeah, you're never reluctant to do anything. Um, like let us sleep in your backyard. All right. So, Pete, can you drop some of the prior the Brown audio in right here? So they're gonna see Terrell. Oh, that's gonna be something, right like there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I know yeah. the boys gonna have it out for him. Uh, oh man. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Oh really? Oh really? We yeah, can yeah. put hair on him now. Look, <laughs> Jay was protecting you first. Uh-huh. We can get physical with there you. There you go, baby. Jay ain't here to protect you no more. Oh, that's great. You're, you're a whole different team. Yeah.
0: So there you go. So now we got a little Terrell Pryor yeah. information here.
1: Yeah, because, you know, the boy's is already hot for what he was doing last year. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We, we they just couldn't put hands on him. Now they can put right. hands yeah. on him. Jay ain't here to save you. Uh, they ain't no. Try ain't trying to one-hand something when you, while you at the Jets.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You gonna catch a forearm right
0: underneath your, underneath your ribs? <laughs> okay, cool. So we all saw. All right, I guess we didn't see. We heard Zach Brown's comments about Terrell Pryor. I want to say this before we go any further. Zach has a tendency at times, and I don't think he's doing it to be flashy. He's not a flashy type guy, but he 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 doesn't have the like politically correct football filter that I think a lot of people have. You know, a, a lot of players are smart enough not to talk about big hits and wanting to, you know, hurt other guys, but a lot of people feel that way. Guys, especially if you're a linebacker, if you're on the defensive side of the ball, you are trying to really you don't want to say injure, but you are trying to hit someone as hard as you possibly can. And I think Zach Brown is one dude who says that honestly. Um and so his comments about Pryor I don't find necessarily surprising and, and all three of us were in Richmond for three weeks or however long last year. Pryor did do some showboating down there. Let, let's be like all the jugs work, all the one handed plays. There was the one there was the one catch I remember in the corner of the end zone yeah. against um I'm trying to remember the corner's name who pull it, it. Oh, it, Deshaun Phillips. Proud. Yeah, Deshaun Phillips. Thank you. Yeah. And it was in that moment, like I was standing on the sideline Pryor subbed himself in called the fade route. It wasn't a play with Kirk or anything. They weren't working on something here. It was done for the crowd because the crowd, it was, yep. it was the corner of the end zone, right up against the crowd. And you know, you're not allowed to get a jam on the line of scrimmage. And Pryor just jumped over um, Deshaun Phillips. And, and it was like, the de- the de- defensive side of the ball was so disheartened by that. And prior like played it up for the whole crowd, which is fine. He's allowed to do all that. But I-, I circle back to that because I, I, I'm not that surprised by Zach Brown's comments. Maybe I'm surprised he made them so clearly and publicly, but I, I do think defensive players felt like it went, a- it got to be a little bit much last year at camp.
3: Tandler, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a little bit, but you know, I mean, if the, to uh to quote uh, Alan Iverson it's it's practice man you know don't you don't, don't want to get into a war where you're going to go and smack uh, uh, Terrell Pryor and then their defense wants to get revenge and they, they start they start uh, taking some shots at Josh Stockton i mean you know come on yes they want to hurt people but only in games where there's you know you're on a field and people are expecting it so you know, I I would say just you know I, I get what he's saying, but I would say just lighten up a little bit maybe, and and just be concerned about the consequences of uh you know of, of doing what you're talking about doing.
4: Well, I would say Zach Brown isn't one for lightening up. This is a guy who tweeted after that awful Devontae Adams hit last year. Tell him don't play because I'm always head hunting. Look, don't play football if you don't want to get hit or hurt. So I don't think Zach Brown's going to lighten up. And I'm not expecting like a Redskins-Texans all-out brawl. And I hope that doesn't happen because that would be bad and there would be maybe injuries and that could distract the team. But Redskins-Jets practice just got a hell of a lot more interesting and I am now kind of looking forward to those days in August. But, dude, let's talk about – I mean, Gruden even almost had a quote about that
0: last week because let's let's add this to the pile. The Skins just had a fight between two defensive linemen at minicamp. And in the same interview, Zach Brown said – you know, we talked to these guys, they should only fight the offense. They can't be fighting, he called it, you know, color on color because we're both, both, you know, the de- defense wears burgundy during practice. Um, but here it is. So this is Gruden on joint practices with the Jets. It'll be good. It'll be good to evaluate the young kids especially and also get our veteran guys, see how we handle a different scheme A lot of times you're going against one another. Sometimes when it gets that late in training camp, you start to see the buddy system going down a little bit. I won't hurt you. You don't hurt me. But now you're going against another group of guys trying to make their roster. I think the competitive nature will make practice a little bit better and challenge them a little bit more. So it'll be good. We've just got to tone it down so nothing happens like it did against Houston a couple years ago. But I think Coach Bowles, myself, we have a good understanding of what we're looking for and how to deal with it. So – the Texans incident is still on the minds of the folks of Jay yeah. Gruden clearly. He wasn't prodded towards that. If I had to, if I'm pretty sure, and Taylor, you might remember, that question I think was from a Richmond TV guy just kind of setting up to like, "Oh, how much it's fun was this?" Yeah. Be? yeah. Right. yeah. Um and, and and Gruden is the one that took it there. Um here's the other thing in this. I think had prior had the I I think there were there was another factor in all this. There was so much excitement around Terrell Pryor. Everybody thought he was going to be great for the Redskins. Then he has this training camp where he, between his Instagram and, dude, on some oh, level, ours. we need to take some beef here yeah. too. Right. We, every I,
4: time we went to a juke machine, we had like three cameras there right. just like fawning over cameras,
0: him. Like Snapchat glasses, yeah. like all the crazy social yeah. media stuff
4: we were putting out last year. Well, I wrote a blog yeah. with, about the hype train. I'm here for it too.
3: Right. Yeah, but you know what? He, he certainly did nothing to discourage that. No. You know, no, no, I no, no. He, he, uh, you know, he was showboating for the crowd. He, you know, like the, the play you just you described—the one-hand catch. That I don't know. I, I think that that uh, that tweet that uh, was put out on that—the more popular one—that got it was it was getting likes into the middle of the year. It got it got looked at by a ton of people. Right. So you know, I, I I I would say whatever happened in terms of building expectations, you know, and and him putting out the workout videos, right? Yeah, and then all after like, all what, this, what, what, he
4: goes it, out and catches twenty balls.
0: Exactly. I think had he produced during the season, yeah, nobody would right. have given it right.
3: Right. My point was, I I guess you know don't and don't blame the media. He he certainly played up to it, and yep. it was not uh, the expectations were not tamped down at all by him. All right, so I think <laughs>
0: – sorry, I have a cold. Summertime colds are the worst. But let's um, – I think I don't expect to see a lot of interaction during these Jets practices. Um, it does give it a little extra juice, like Pete said. But I, I, I think to expect Terrell Pryor versus Zach Brown in Oklahoma drill or something is a <laughs> little silly, right? Yes. All right. Um, but you know still, it was a fun interview i i, I i'm gonna start i'm gonna start blogging every Zach Brown interview because as long as you mine it, there's gold in there um all because right, I want to go to the d j interview um secondary, we've seen a little bit more. We talked about Troy Apke maybe making a play. Taylor, how many safeties you see them keeping?
3: I think four you know they last year, however, just to note, they did carry five. But that was only for about a day and a half until Su'a Cravens went, uh, went south on them.
0: That's crazy to and think they, about. With that they, they, less they, than they a year ago. Go.
3: They picked up T.J. Clemmings so, you know, for, for depth on the offensive line. So then they were there pretty much the rest of the year with, with four safeties. I think that's what they'll go with. So who you are know, we talking less, about?
0: Monte, Apke, DeShazer, and Swearinger?
3: Yeah. Okay. More than likely. And then maybe, you know, if, you know, Fish Smithson, if he can make a case, push his way onto the roster, you know, they they might they might go with a fifth. But I am not. Uh, I, I you know, right now I would say four, but we'll have to see how see how things go.
0: A lot of roster shuffling to come, and you know, you hate to say it, but the injuries usually become a factor as well. Um, you think they have enough? What do you think of that? I'm going to agree with you that that's the way I would project the safety group. You think that's enough there?
3: Uh, how's, how's Monte going to be? You know, that's right. that's the big question. Well, and uh, if one he of is, the. Uh, inactive for, you know, a, a, more than a, a week or two at a time. Um, you know, I, I think you, you might need a fifth guy for there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting, too, uh, you know. Wait till you hear the DJ interview, but I asked him about getting Monte able to stay healthy. And, and I thought DJ's answer was kind of telling, kind of interesting. Um, we're going to go to Swearinger. Pete, you got anything to
4: add? Uh, I don't, I'm don't. i not very confident in the safeties they have right now, nor the corners behind the starters. I think the four starters in the secondary, if any one of them goes down, this defense is going to go down with it. So, And you can kind of expect guys to go down. I mean, yeah. the
0: law of averages says they will. Yeah.
4: It's funny now, who the hell knows?
0: Because last year we probably wouldn't have said the same thing, but I think the front seven is now the strength of this
4: defense. Right? It's, I think it's kind of flip.
0: And that's assuming young guys play really well.
4: Yeah, I think we or were. Least... We've always been hoping to see Jay Gruden with a pretty good defense, and I just I'm not sure it's going to be that this year. I, it's another one of those you're crossing your fingers that guys stay healthy, or crossing your fingers that young guys produce. And it feels like Redskins defenses have been that way for a couple years, and a lot of the things don't work out. So. It just seems like another mediocre, middle of the pack at best defense, unless
3: some really surprising
4: things unfold.
3: Well, you need what what they need is real quick, you know, year one to year two jumps, like we saw from I on the line, Kendall Fuller, Kendall Fuller yep. in the secondary last year. they need that from Monte Nicholson? Um, they it, need that from uh, from Ryan Anderson. Fabian who, Moreau would help from a hole. Yep. Yeah, from Moreau. That's that's what I meant. I would even so, say John Allen
0: because Allen looked really good but you got 5 6 games out of him. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um and you know that that happens that's you know but but again it doesn't always happen so there's you know it is it is kind of hoping which is not, as I always say hope is not a plan.
0: No. Taylor before we go to Swearinger, what is on the list that's worse than a summertime cold in June?
3: Not being in the hospital
0: in the summer. Yeah, I mean, besides serious problems, of course. I I, I'm not trying to compare this to serious problems, like the people that are uh, want Phil Mickelson banished from the Earth. Like, dude, he messed up in a golf tournament.
4: How about yeah. um, getting kicked out of a podcast party for pouring beer on your head? That's Taylor. That might be worse. That probably is. It's certain, also it's certainly sleeping worse with Mitch your... when he's snoring is oh my way gosh. worse. Yep. No argument there. I wish I could insert that audio into the podcast. I'm glad you can't.
0: Taylor, how many days till Richmond?
3: Uh, 38.
4: 38 days. JP just has been wiping his nose and now he has tissue kind of stuck on his face. Cut it out, dude. All
0: (laughs) right. It's time for DJ Swearinger. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We'll have another one later
2: in the week. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service, check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes, check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections, check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. see over the past 100 years we've learned that to succeed in business we've got to keep our customers happy and that's the oarsman story oarsman chrysler jeep dodge ram let's ride together
0: dj a lot of new pieces in the secondary now with kendall fuller and shaw breland gone how are you gelling that group of somebody who prides himself as as the defensive leader
1: Um, we've been doing a lot of stuff out the field Uh, we've been bowling we've been um golf uh, how's your golf game Golf game, man, you know what? We actually started throwing the balls, man, in the holes, man. That's what we started doing after the, after our swing didn't work. We started competing, throwing the balls in the hole, man. Which that is was, fun. That was, that, was, that was actually crazy. That was some crazy stuff to do, but we, we made a competitor. So you're doing stuff off the field. Does that stuff really translate on the field? Oh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. At any time you can do anything and get to know a person off the field, on the field, you know, it makes it. More easy to communicate to that person, or or to correct that person if the person is doing wrong, or to even you know congratulate that person. So you know it goes all three ways, and um, just getting the jail and chemistry out, right off the field can definitely it, it only helps. All right, so you
0: know Josh, you've known Josh since high school, you know his game, he knows your game, but now you're learning Quentin Dunbar on the outside, you're learning Orlando Scandrick, a new veteran in town. What do you? make of their game and, and how is that going to impact your game?
1: Um, well with all three of those guys, um uh, especially Josh and, and Scan, you know, those two veteran guys, you know, they got a lot of experience with both those guys, um, Dunbar brings the athletic mentality, the competitive edge that you know no one has. Um, I think all three of those guys will make a lot of plays for us. We gonna um, work well off each other. I like can tell in the new rooms, We all talking. We all getting on the same page, and um, we gelling off the field. So um, I think it'll be a, a great year for us. We just got to keep standing. You know, we got a little break right now, but when we get back, we just got to pick up where we left off. Right. And and Kendall was so
0: good for you guys in the in the slot. Yeah. Is that a role
1: that you think Scandrick, as a vet, can come in and do? Yeah, he definitely can. He's done it in the past. You know, he's a veteran. Um, you know, I I always said it. Um, you know. Kenner is definitely hard to replace. You know, I've never seen anyone in the nick position do it that early, that mental approach to it. So, um, you know, but um, Scanty coming in, he's a veteran, you know, so a veteran already knows what to do. Um, he has experience. He's made plays in the past, so I'm just looking forward to seeing what he can do. Right now.
0: All right, and, and
1: this can be our last one, playing with
0: Monte who, when he could be on the field, showed so much. Yeah. Have you talked with him about how to stay on the field, about getting yourself in NFL shape? And, yeah. and then what are your expectations working alongside him? Uh,
1: yeah, I definitely talked to him about, you know, uh, off season about trying to come train with me these next five, six weeks. Is he coming? Um, I don't know yet, man. We, that's still up in the air, but I definitely at least want to get him there for at least a week, a week and a half. Where do you do your training? I do my training in Miami okay, at DBC um, with Dave Alexanderman, uh, LeVron, D-Wade, a lot of basketball guys um, training. So uh, I definitely get a lot of good work in, so hopefully he can try to get down there with me. But if, if not, you know, hopefully he's staying in the mental side of things. You know, the biggest thing with him is, opening his mouth you know if he opens his mouth he's gonna be one of the best players more communication yeah communication as a safety you know you don't have to be the fastest you know you can be the slowest but as long as you communicate and know what you're doing you always be in the right position
0: dj thank you very much man enjoy this little bit of time off you don't get much of it
1: yes sir really yeah,
2: See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Fairfax Toyota. Let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service? check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chevy Buick GMC. Let's ride together.